Good evening. This is Dee Dee Banks at the table, and I'm uh, so happy to be here uh, at this moment right now. And I thank all of you for taking the time to listen uh, to me uh, this day. I want to say happy International Women's Day. Praise God. Women all over the world who have done many, many great, beautiful things with businesses and and just doing great things to change the world. God created us uh, to be a special human being, and uh, we're so intelligent. And I am so happy that women all around the world have stepped out and stepped up, fighting for their rights, fighting for what is right. Praise God. We are so incredible and we are so wonderful and we are so loved by God. So that's the first thing that I want to start off uh, by saying. And I was um, reading Newsweek and I was uh, there were 20 quotes from different women who um, said some very inspiring things. And I'm going to start. I'm going to try to read through the ones that I that are the most dynamic uh, to me. And uh, one of them is think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. That was from Oprah Winfrey. Then here's another one. If there is one message that echoes forth from this conference, let it be that human rights are women's rights and women's rights are human rights once and for all. That was from Hillary Clinton in 1995. And then here's one from Marilyn Monroe. She says, I don't mind living in a man's world as long as I can be a woman in it. I love that by Marilyn. And then here's another one. Uh, When they go low, we go high. That was from Michelle Obama, first lady from 2009 to 2017. Awesome woman right there. Awesome. Beautiful dark-skinned black woman. I love that. Thank God for you, Michelle Obama. Then here's another one. It says, I am a human being and I fall in love and sometimes I don't have control over every situation. That was from Beyonce. Ah, Beyonce. And here's another one. No matter what happens in life, be good to people. Being good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. And that was from Taylor Swift. Now that's me. Her and I, we think alike on that one. No matter what happens in life, you want to be good to people. Being good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. And that's a legacy I definitely will be leaving behind no matter what. And then here's one from Serena Williams. She says, tennis, just a game. Family is for." ever. All right, here's another one. I don't want my wrinkles taken away. I don't want to look like everyone else. That was from Jane Fonda. Okay, Jane. Here's another one. Sometimes you can't see yourself clearly until you see yourself through the eyes of others. That was Ellen DeGeneres. I like that too. Here's another one. If it's a woman, it's caustic. If it's a man, it's authoritative. Oh, that was Barbara Walters. Okay, here's another one. Integrate what you believe in every single area of your life. 
Take your heart to work and ask the most and best of everyone else too. That's by Merle Streep. I like that. Here's another one. Without an open-minded mind, you can never be a great success. That came from Martha Stewart. Thank you, Martha. Hey, I received that. People think because you're young, we um, we aren't complex. But that's not true. We deal with life and love and broken hearts in the same way a woman a few years older might. That came from Rihanna. A lot of people are afraid to say what they want. That's why they don't get what they want. That was from Madonna. You go, Madonna. I received that. I fall in love every time, and I don't really fall in love a lot, but when I do, I fall hard. That was Katy Perry. I received that, Katy. We're uh, two minds think alike with that. I do. I fall in love, and I fall in love hard. I love people unconditionally. I love people, everyone, because God told me so, and that's what I do. That's what I try to do, no matter what. Somebody, you know... You know, a lot of people aren't going to see receive the love that you have for them or want to give them, but at least you're doing your part, and I do my part in that. So no one's going to, to change that. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about that. Amen? Here, <clears throat> here's another one. It is very strange that the years teach us patience, that the shorter our time, the greater our capacity for waiting. That was Elizabeth Taylor. You go, Elizabeth Taylor. <clears throat> her and her hundred husbands she done had with her beautiful self that she was. Uh, amen. Here's another one. What nourishes me also destroys me. Oh, that was from Angelina Jolie. Okay. What nourishes her destroys her. That's very interesting. You go ahead, girl. Okay, here's another one. Emancipation of women has made them lose their mystery. That's from Grace Kelly. I love that. Here's another one. An actress can only play a woman. I'm an actor. I can play anything. Oh, go ahead, Whoopi. That was Whoopi Goldberg. She said an actress can only play a woman. I'm an actor. I can play anything. You go, girl. That's what's up. Here's uh, one from Jennifer Aniston, and she says, There are no regrets in life, just lessons. Okay, I received that. That is for real. So those are 20 quotes from women uh, in this country uh, saluting International Women's Day today. Ladies, one thing I want us to do, and I talk about this over and over again, is to love more give more. God has blessed us. For those of you that have been elevated by God and you have been very successful, very wealthy, very successful in the things that you have decided to do in your life. My model is this. Each one, reach one. Each one, teach one. There's so many young ladies out there who do not have people in their lives that come to them, want to teach them or to reach them. You know, we become successful and we leave the um, uh, the less fortunate behind. As girls, they cannot be left behind for the internet, 
for Facebook to give them an image of what they should be. All that booty shaking, all that provocative dressing. It doesn't matter if they're parents. It's the mother's job. Yes, yes, yes. It starts from home. But hurt people hurt other people. If you, if a person has come from a broken home and they do not know better, especially Generation Z, how are they going to be able to teach their daughters if they don't know any better themselves? A lot of mothers are trying to be girlfriends instead of mothers to their daughters. It's just a cycle of brokenness. And it's our job as women chosen by God. And we were chosen because we were chosen to be, to bring life to this earth. That we look back and look at our daughters. Look at these little girls, those that don't have daughters. Just to look back, go to the schools, find out what can we do in our community to help lift up these black girls. Amen. Now, not just black, but all girls. All girls who have been at a disadvantage in their life. There's always going to be the poor and they're always going to be the wealthy. And I just say to all you women who have been successful and you've done so many great things uh, to build yourself up, why not turn around and look back and say, you know what, let's do something to help other women and young ladies. We should not be snobby and, and thinking that it's somebody else's responsibility to to help people come up out of the impoverished areas. A lot of people don't know what to do. A lot of women are struggling, making minimum wage, working two and three jobs, and the girls have to raise themselves. That's why girls are, our poverty has thrown these girls into um, predators who are preying upon them, uh, molestation and, and um, uh, strip clubs and pimps and, and drug dealers and and, um, you know, then you get other uh, uh, men who, with their dirty, nasty self, old men molesting our little girls, our daughters, and things like that. Why? Because they don't have anybody in their life to show them that they love them and that they matter. Glory to God, we got to do something. Family, we've got to do something. We've got to stop this. I um, went to a meeting um, uh, called Push Out. Uh, girls being pushed out of high school because, um, you know, white teachers are are um, pushing them out and uh, calling the police on them. So they're thrown into the judiciary system. Um, you know, you get a record. And so when you're thrown out of school, you're sitting around. And the only thing you can do is go and get, get in trouble. But, you know, these young girls are crying out. And a lot of the Caucasian women, they don't know how to deal with strong black girls. Black girls are very intelligent. Because they have common sense. And you know what, ladies? You can have the highest education that you can get. But if you don't have common sense, I don't care what color you are. You are dumb as rocks. you got to have common sense. And these black girls, these girls that are raised in, 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 in a disadvantaged areas, poor neighborhoods, they have common sense. They're very intelligent. And white Caucasian teachers, women especially, cannot deal with them. Because these girls, they know fakeness. They know what's real and they know what's fake because they have had to survive in it. So you know what? We need to, as black women, to step up 
and make sure that our young black girls are protected from these people that do not want to teach them, give them a good education. There's a lot of jealous uh, women out there because you got these little uh, black girls who are are um, headed to excellency and education is powerful. Little Michelle Obama's running around. Yes, little black girls, little Michelle Obama's walking around. There's a lot of greatness in these young girls and they need your help, people. You know, I see more Caucasian people helping black people than black people helping themselves. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves that we are turning up our nose and we are so bougie. You know, in college and all these fraternities and and all these sororities and and sororities and fraternities are for back in the day, they were for helping other each other so that we can be great. And then we turn around and God blesses us. And then you turn your nose up and then your little clicks. And then you're turning your nose up talking about Sally is ghetto and big butt and fat and, and nappy hair and those kind of terrible things that we say and do to one another. Shame on us. And I am asking and begging all of you intelligent black women in this world to stand up and step out and reach down and reach up these young black girls. And I'm not talking, I'm just talking to any young girl that has a black father is black. And I don't care. You've got all these races wanting to be with black men, getting with black men, but they hate the black woman. That's another thing that's dividing us in this country. You know, you get Caucasians, Hispanics, Latinas. They want to get with the black men. And then when they get with the black men, the black men give them children, whether they want the children or not. They get with them for the sex. They get with them because they're different. They get with them because they're fine. And yes, they are fine. And yes, they do smell good. And yes, I'm telling you, the black men are smart black men. Yeah, I don't blame them. But the thing about it is when you create a black child and you don't want your child to be black, that is a sin. And God hates hate. And for these women to hate a black woman, shame on you. Because that black guy, his mama's black. His family is black. And for you to want your child not to be black. Or you to turn your back on these children after you done had a sex with a black man. And then they're in the foster care system being raised in with by somebody else. Because you decide to give your children up for adoption. Because you can't raise your children. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. We got to straighten ourselves up and we need to learn how to love one another as women and come together and be powerful. Don't keep your intelligence and your knowledge to yourself. Look in your community. Look around. There are schools that you can get involved in to make sure that these black girls are being empowered. Amen. I don't want to hear all this stuff about these black girls have no business wanting to commit suicide on drugs strung out because no one loves them. That breaks my heart. If I was wealthy and I am, I'm working on that. I tell you what I'm going to, you know, you really don't have to be wealthy to even do anything. So that's why my young people are my passion. I live for the young. And I make sure that 
any young person around me, they are inspired and loved by me because I truly, truly care about them. And if I can do it, you can do it too. We have to come together, ladies. We have to come together as one and stop all this uh, division that we have with this bougie, snooty duty. I'm better than you. I'm cuter than you. I got more money than you. I got this more than you. No, you know what? You ain't going to make it into heaven with all that. It's going to be right here on earth because God is looking at what are you doing to help the needy? What are you doing? That's what he looks at. He looks at what have you done here on earth because all the money All the tea in China is not going to get you in heaven. So I took a look at myself in the mirror. I did a self-assessment in 2019. And I looked at myself really, really good and asked myself, am I doing the right thing for the less fortunate? Am I loving like God said that I am supposed to love? And I looked in the mirror and I looked at myself. I said, yes, I I am. I'm doing what I can, but I can do better. I can be better. And that's why I started this podcast, because I want to spread love all over the world and make us look at one another. It won't be Jesus is on the way. And I say this all the time. And I know you get tired of this, me saying it, but it's real. Jesus is real. And you know what? What matters is how we treat one another, ladies. And for us to be so beautiful, I just look at us. I look around and I look at look at how beautiful we are. And I was like, man, I could, we are just beautiful people. Beautiful in spirit, just beautiful, smart, in all colors. We are some kind of something. But you know what? Beauty is only skin deep. If you don't activate the love that you have in your heart, and if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with, with uh, not being able to love another person, another female, I'm talking about love them like, like God says we are to love our neighbors. If you have a problem with that, you're going to have to go to God and ask him to heal those wounds that you have because you're not going to make it. And I say it over again, you're not going to make it unless... You learn how to love everyone. Now, you can stay in your little cliques. Got your little girlfriend. Y'all do what you do. That's good. But guess what? What about loving somebody that you don't really know? What about reaching out to those that you don't really know? That's the true test. Okay? Putting yourself out there to be kind to other people and embracing other females. Amen? I speak it all the time. We've got to stop all this. And I'm just asking that the Lord will bless us and show us what what it is that we need to do to help build one another so that we can build our children, the males and the females. These young people are suffering. The the, um, judiciary system is making so much money off of black people by throwing them in jail, in prison, traffic tickets. You know, everywhere you turn, you're getting you're getting raped by the judiciary system. You know, you gotta pay taxes, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. You know, and, and, and it's okay because this is the country that we live in. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. 
We need to stop this uh, uh, allowing our children to be brutally murdered and our little girls being used and raped uh, by these people. Amen. It's not right. Our boys are being killed for their organs. You know, you know, they, they, there's heart transplants that are needed and they're killing our boys, our black boys uh, to get organs from us, you know, and then they're using little girls for sex, you know, pedophiles for sex. It just disgusts me. I'm so disgusted. And I just want you guys to be just as disgusted as I am. We got to stand up and we have to fight. Amen. We need to get up and fight. Stop looking at your own house, my big house, my big cars and all this. And look outside of that and, you know, look at your neighbors and look at your neighbor's friends. Look at look at everybody and realize that we need to make a change. And the change is going to start with you and me. Amen. So that's it. Sorry if I'm fussing. I just get all worked up about all this stuff. But uh, we need to do something. Uh, I am living in the state of Utah. And there was a meeting yesterday um, called Push Out. You know, they were talking about the um, criminalization about uh, black girls uh, being locked, uh, uh, being pushed out of school. And uh, Utah does not have any ghettos. They don't have hoods. We don't have um, areas like in, I've lived in D.C., the D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. for 30 years. Uh, we call it the the DMV. And I was there for almost 30 years, and i seen some hoods there. And uh, Utah does not have any hood. You will not go up and down the street and see any trash as in neighborhoods. Utah is a very unique place. It's a predominantly a Mormon religion-based place, uh, meaning the Mormon runs the government here. But uh, they're, uh, they have a strong presence here in the state. That's not say, that's why, but we just don't have hoods. And so there's only 1%, if that, of black Americans here. Um, so when they had a meeting talking about black girls being pushed out, I was like, I haven't really seen many black girls. I go all day. I don't see. And I substituted in the um, uh, area that I lived for almost two years. I was a substitute teacher and I did not see any black girls. So I was like, where are the black girls? But there are a number, a great number of biracial children that live in the state of Utah. And I'm sure that um, they are, some of these little girls are being teased and they're being hurt. And um, I've got to to find out where they are. And the women that gave black uh, for uh, black girls for Utah, Utah for black girls, or I forgot the name of the organization, forgive me, but they were talking about uh, black people, uh, women need to be making it to the PTA meetings and getting involved with their children. When your children are acting out in class, in school, they are crying for help, okay? That means that something is going on and they are lashing out. And instead of us uh, beating them up, kicking them out, um, we need to find out what's going on with them. So I don't like talking about anybody. I'm not going to talk about how anybody is raising anybody. All I know is 
People aren't able to go to the PTA meetings. People aren't able to be visual, visual in the schools. And when the, when the teachers and them know that, they do not give them a good education. So my thing is, if you know of black girls uh, struggling anywhere, um, you should want to volunteer and find out in, in the schools what percentage uh, of, of black girls are there. And are there any girls struggling in the schools that you need to know about? And come together as black women and figure out what we can do to create something. What can we do uh, to start something for these black girls? When you live in a state that is 1% or even 2% less with black people, you're going to have um, be at a disadvantage. You're going to get a lot of racism because white people, um, they don't, they don't teach black history in school. So if white people have never really been around black people, what do they do? You act out of fear. So when you act out of, when people act out of fear, they're very, um, they're bullies and they're, that's a defense mechanism. So they don't know any better. They're ignorant. And so, uh, you know, they only see what they see on TV or, or uh, bad experience. They think all black people are, are, are bad, you know? So, um, they need to be educated, and it's up to us to educate them, okay? They see that we're getting it. So, you know, we have to represent um, as black women and show the white people who we are and where we come from and what we stand for. We're not going to let anyone uh, be abusing our children, making our little girls feel less than because they have nappy hair. Amen? Because we got curly hair, nappy hair, olive skin, black skin, dark skin. We are not going to allow anyone to make us feel inferior to them because we are uh, have breasts and boobs and butts. We look good. And here they're trying to go and get breasts and butts and our men. And I just hate the racism that is in this country. But there are a lot of good Caucasian uh, people and I love them so much. They have stepped up and done many great things for us as black people. And I see it in the state that I live in. I see wonderful uh, uh, white people who are standing up, doing things along with the black people, standing up for us. So I'm not going to talk about them all, but there is that select few that are racist and they're trying to destroy the black generation, especially the black little girls because they've got nappy hair. I went and got me an afro. I have an afro wig and it is so beautiful and it's auburn and when I wear that thing, it just throws people for a loop because you know what? I was like, yeah, this is what my hair looks like when I wash it. Yeah, it is nappy and nappy and beautiful because I'm beautiful and I don't care what nobody thinks about me. So I wear my fro for, for um, um, Black History Month I said, let me get me an afro. I always wanted to wear my afro, but we are not accepted to look like that on our jobs. So I said, you know what? I'm wearing this and I'm wearing this to my job. And I see how people respond to me. There's a lot that liked it. And then those that didn't look at, they look at me like I'm I'm just, you know, I've lost my mind because it's not that straight, sleek hair or, or you know, I don't look, way, it's not wavy like the European look or whatever. But you know what? I wear that nappy wig on purpose because you know what? I'm happy being nappy. I'm happy being black. I am who I am and ain't nothing nobody going to do about it. I love D.D. Banks Green. Yes, I do. I love me. 
And ain't nobody going to change that. No matter where I go, I can wear my hair straight. I can wear it wavy. I can wear it nappy. I can wear it any way I want it. My heart tells the story of who I am. Okay, so that's how I live. And that's how I want little girls to be. I want them to think like that. That it's not about our hair. It's not about how we look. It's about the heart. And if we don't help build hearts by showing people that we love them, showing these young people that we love them, how are they going to have love in their heart? They're just going to be have hate in their heart. They're going to feel sad and they're going to feel insecure. And when you don't feel, when you're hurt, you hurt other people. So I'm calling on all you sisters and all the brothers to let's come together and make this a better place and protect our children. Amen. Amen. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, God. Thank you for this beautiful and glorious day. Thank you for uh, the uh, International Women's Day. Women, great women all over the world who have done great things, who have inspired others. Oh, Lord, we thank you today. Thank you. I thank you for creating me as a woman. And God, you're showing me the areas of in my life that I need to change and be better. And I thank you, Lord, and I'm going to do that for you, Father God. I ask that you touch the hearts of every single woman in this world, God. And put in their heart that they need to step back, reach down, reach up, teach and reach other little girls to be empowered so that we can continue to have a world of greatness, women in greatness, until the day that you come, Jesus. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And we ask that you touch the brothers, that they'll reach down and touch the young men. Teach the young men to be young men. Teach the young men how to be grown men. Teach the men how to be men and how to treat girls and how to treat women, Father God. There's so much hate in this world, Lord. And we know that you're on the way. But we know that when you come, there's only going to be a few that's going to be going with you. Lord, we want to get it right before you get here. We want to get it right because we don't want to go to hell, Father. Help us. Give us the vision to change our ugly ways. Ways that uh, that we are, are destroying one another and destroying this earth. Destroying the world with greediness and selfishness, Father God. Oh God, if you could just give us the vision that you want us to have. We want to have your eyes, God. Your eyes, not the devil's eyes, your eyes. God, if you could just do this for us. We're going to keep on praising you, God, through the good and through the bad because we're going to have to go through something to get to something. Lord, and I ask that you touch every heart and every mind in this world that we're aiming to be one together in love. Lord, thank you. In Jesus' matchless, mighty, powerful name, amen. Okay, family, until next time.